you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good morning. Welcome into Good Morning Football live in New York City, Thursday, April 13th. My name's Kimmy Checks alongside these guys. You know them. It's Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, and Peter Schrager. Gentlemen, hello. Yeah. It's time for a little bit of a throwdown. Throwdown Thursday. First question. It involves drama in the backfield, guys. Lots of drama here. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley, he's not expected to sign his franchise tender before the start of the Giants' offseason program. And on Monday, rumors that the Titans may be willing to move King Henry. Mm. Derrick Henry may go elsewhere. If you had to choose one, right, which running back are you riding with in 2023? Mm. Is it Saquon oh, Barkley's really? or is it King Henry? The <laughs> throwdown question oh. for the ages. Gosh, they're both so good. I like those guys. Yeah. I love those two guys. No. They might be my two favorite running backs in the entire league. I think if I had to pick one in those current uniforms, I'm taking Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Saquon Barkley was on a Giants team that went to the playoffs last year. Saquon Barkley has a quarterback in Daniel Jones who relied on him heavily in big moments. This one here, ironically, against the Titans in week one. The two-point conversion, they went for it. They win. Saquon was elusive. And I feel like if Saquon is back with the Giants, I say that with an if, it's likely going to be on the con on the franchise tag, and if they can't come to terms, he's going to be trying to prove to the rest of the league in a contract situation mm. that, hey, look, I got one more year with these guys, and I'm going to ball out, and I'm going to get the money I deserve. You know, of all things, when Daniel Jones got that monster contract, 
it actually kind of hurt Saquon Barkley because mm. then they just slapped the franchise tag on him. If they had given Daniel Jones the franchise tag, well, then Saquon Barkley could have maybe negotiated for some more money. I don't know how far apart he is with the Giants front office, but I do know that this guy has been training. It's actually videos of him throwing the football this mm -hmm. week. Looks pretty good. Don't be shocked if he throws one. Mm. I'm going Saquon over the King, who I think, I've said on the show, if King Henry never takes another snap, is a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh, and still going to Saquon. Uh, these two guys are it's so hard to make. They're so fun to watch. You watch Saquon spinning, making people miss. You watch Derrick Henry throwing people out of the club. And I am going with King Henry okay. out in Nashville. You talked about how good Saquon Barkley looks working out. I feel like each and every offseason, I can't wait for Derrick Henry to post a video of him working out because he's doing some crazy type of workout, push-ups on a band or something ridiculous. But this guy is almost like a walking 1,500 yards and 10-plus touchdowns. You talk about Saquon doing everything for the Giants last year and help getting him into the playoffs. Derrick Henry's been doing that. That's old news. 90-something yard runs. All, ran all over Baltimore's defense in the playoffs a few years ago. This guy has been a one-man band on that offense and has truly dominated longevity, consistency. Derrick Henry, I'm going with him in this matchup. I like these guys. These guys are, these guys are my friends. Mm. I, I don't want to. I want to play with both toys. Yes. I'm gonna go with Saquon. I'm gonna go with Saquon. I just saw a tweet just as the segment's going on. Doug Rush, the sports writer. You know, he was looking at Saquon didn't have these massive numbers for the entire year. Down the stretch versus Washington, 120 yards and a touchdown versus Minnesota, 133 and a touchdown. Minnesota again, 109 and a touchdown. Mm. Playoff game, two touchdowns, over 100 yards. You know who just retweeted that? Saquon. I mm. saw that. He's just mm. retweeting his stats and his mm. productivity down the stretch, and the numbers speak for themselves. I love Derrick Henry very much. I'm going with Saquon Barkley and a tough, tough question yes. can be checked. But between those two guys, how many times have they been on angry runs? Many oh. times. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like Derrick Henry digits. has won it six times. Yeah, yeah. double digits here. Yes. Such a tough question. I think I'm going with Saquon, though. All right, three to one. I'm still rocking Saquon. I'm sorry. No disrespect to King Henry. I will always draft you in fantasy. You are my man. But honestly, I would also kind of draft Saquon Barkley. Everyone thought it was crazy last season. Where I said, no, he's my guy. I'm going to rock with him as my RB1. Everyone's like, that's crazy. He's coming back from an injury. Guess what? Look at what he did last season. You're talking about he's tweeting out stats. Over 1,300 rushing yards last season. Career high from him. Fourth in the mm -hmm. league. He's young. He, he's able to do it. We, we want to talk about running backs being so injury prone. Yeah. And you can kind of make the same argument in conversation around Derrick Henry. Saquon Barkley is really on the rise and kind of getting to that prime spot of his career. Yeah. There's so much hype coming out of him, coming out of college at, at Penn State, seeing what he could do in the league. Then he got hurt, and everyone kind of forgot about him. They're like, man, you know, it's a tough injury to bounce back from. Mm -hmm. You know, the Giants, I don't know what's really going on. What, what, what's that offense going to look like? He's back. He is. And yeah, he's retweeting his stats, and he's throwing the football. He can do it all. It's Saquon Barkley. Baby. I saw him out there tweeting pictures of uh, golfing. Like, he's out there whacking the golf ball, is too. Is he really? Yes, he is. Okay. Man, many talented men. He's living his best life. Three to one, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, but nice. we still love you, King Henry. I'm sure you'll have plenty of angry runs next season sure. as well. Uh, on to our second throwdown. We ready? Yeah. Let's All right. Judy it. Batista. She recently pointed Versus? out oh. on NFL.com. Jets quarterback uh, Zach Wilson. His side gig. It's much sweeter than his current day job as a quarterback. <laughs> Sorry there, Zach. Uh, he's currently tending to the cookie shop he owns here in New York City as Aaron Rodgers trade talks slowly unfold. Mm -hmm. Do they slowly unfold? We talk about it every day. All right. So the question's obvious here. What's the best cookie? I talked about a beautiful, delicious, warm chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, there is one. Or do you play the field? Ooh, you have to pick one. <laughs> chocolate chip? Or you're playing the field here? What do we think, guys? Call it the Peter. Box. Um, 
As a teenager or young boy growing up in Freehold, New Jersey, there was something called the Freehold Raceway Mall. And some people preferred going to the Auntie Hands for their pretzel. Mm. Some people would go to the Sweet Factory for their pick and mix candy. I was an original cookie company guy. Mm -hmm. I would show up to that thing and I would look at it and I mm -hmm. would immediately say, give me the sugar cookie. I think the sugar cookie is vastly underrated. I'm talking about the big one with the soft inside. I am taking the field. Now you can even put sprinkles mm. on that thing. I am taking the sugar cookie over the chocolate chip cookie and the sugar cookie represents the field. I'm gonna go against what many people say is the greatest invention in American history, the chocolate chip cookie, and I'm taking its brother, sugar. Peter, um, that take sucks. Yes. Wow, sugar cookies awful. are terrible. Sugar They're cookies? like the cookie that's left in the bottom of the box. It's a terrible The cookie. soft inside, no? Soft inside's fine. It, it feels like raw pizza dough. It's like the cheese pizza of cookies. Why not Just put bland. some pepperoni on yeah, there? Yeah, like add something to it. I don't think there's a strong showing of sugar cookie supporters, but maybe I'm wrong. I, Triggered right now. <laughs> I, I, I am too. That, you want your choice, and you're going to go the sugar, sugar cookie. That's like it's in the conversation for the worst cookie in my Really? Opinion. Yeah. Sugar cookie is delicious. Of course the it is. It's full of sugar. The worst cookie is delicious. I mean, name unless you want to bring in ginger snaps and start bullying them. But sugar cookies in the conversation is the worst cookie. Please don't say you're going to take like graham cracker or something. That's not a cookie. That's a cracker. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what a cookie is? Yeah. Sugar cookie. Delicious. Sugar, he knows okay. that. Jason, please get in here. Chocolate chip or the field or Mrs. Fields. <laughs> 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 don't overthink it. Right? Don't don't reach and go for the sprinkles on the. It's chocolate chip cookies. Okay. The classic. Everybody loves them. You can buy them in a store. Peter talked about in our first hour. He wants the red bag of Chips Ahoy. Throw them in the microwave. Buy them. Put them in a refrigerator and cook them yourself at home. They are a tradition. You get the kids, roll out the batter, put it on a pan, and you got chocolate chip cookies. And of course, Zach Wilson's store, the chocolate chip cookie is the best one at his store. So you go in there, you get it. Crumble cookies, they they're amazing the way they break apart in the whole nine. Chocolate chip cookies, don't overthink it, Shrek. Do you go blue bag chips ahoy or red bag? Blue bag chips okay. ahoy. Yeah, blue bag. You like the way. crunch. Yeah. Peter likes the soft batch. I like the, the soft glass. batch. That's just good. It's Peter, I, I think you and I, we're like two peas in a little pod. You get sugar cookies? I'm not going to go sugar. My okay. favorite is like a good funfetti cookie. Yes. You guys had that? It's a like fun sugar cookie. Delicious. You get a little rainbow sprinkle in there. It's amazing. And I'm like, I'm a cheese pizza girl. So clearly we, we disagree. No toppings. I like no toppings. I like the boring, beautiful, warm, sugary and cookie. It's natural form. I, it's like, because sometimes the chocolate chip cookie can be a little, like, you put too much chocolate. It's like, it has to be the perfect ratio yeah. of chocolate to dough. Yeah, I hate it when they have Why too many not chips just on them. do perfect dough, beautiful, funfetti sugar cookie? Saying the funfetti cookie is your favorite cookie is like saying your favorite pasta is SpaghettiOs. Like it's, <laughs> I remember when I was seven. Guys, what are we talking about here? Funfetti, it's yeah. a fine cookie. We're talking about the great, the Tom Brady of cookies. The staple. Yeah, and yet. Saying your favorite actor is a TikTok star. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Like just always what he, what he or she brings to the screen. Uh, listen, I, I think the barometer for the cookie is where you, it would be unconscionable for you to just have one. You would never have one. You have to keep having it. It was so good good on the first bite that you're going to hit 50 of them. And I'm actually going to go to the field, too. I think the best cookie is the Girl Scout Samoa. I really oh. do. In the purple box with the chocolate and the coconut. You don't just have one. You have a box. It's like having a sandwich. You have the box of the Samoas. There's 12 in a box. You clean them out uh, one row at a time, four per row. See you later. It's a dirty dozen. The chocolate chip cookie is great. I think the Samoa is the best cookie. And if you want to do 11 seconds, not 10, 11 seconds in the microwave, it'll blow your mind. No, the Samoa. 11 seconds. Oh, not 12. They're 
they're, then they're well done. We talk like about that. Girl Scout cookies all the time. There's often a case where the Girl Scout cookie uh, vendor, the young lady, will come up to you and say, yeah, we're all out of Samoas. Mm. And those things go quick. Go find you know, some. You have to find some. Oh, my gosh. It's like the, the special at a restaurant. Like, sorry, we already yeah. sold out all the, the, the prime rib. I'd like to say something. I, you know, we do all this anti-bullying stuff on Good Morning Football. Sure. All about the kids. Sure. I feel like my take on sugar cookies wasn't so bad. I feel really upset that my two brethren here just beat the crap out of me over a sugar cookie. We'll see what, I, we'll see what Twitter thinks. We'll, we'll pose this question to them and see what they think. Okay. All right, this is this is good. Okay. So let's do a poll. Okay. Sugar cookie, chocolate chip, funfetti, fun Girl Scout Samoa. What is the best cookie? Jason is probably going to win, but I think I'm right. We all do, though. Let's go. Okay. Let's get into it. All right, it. let's see. The poll is coming. It's time for yep. another edition of Next Gen Chats, where we get to know the future rookies of the NFL with just four questions. That's the rules. Now, our next guest is a ball hawk out there at the University of South Carolina. Please help me give a very warm welcome to cornerback Darius Rush. Yeah, Darius! Hey, how you doing? Now, you've been one of the fastest rising prospects we've seen this offseason. Shout out to you. Between the Senior Bowl and your combine performance, you got the attention of almost every Every single team. Uh, what's your mindset heading into the draft? Do you still feel like you're being slept on or have teams really woken up and realized you're that dude? Uh, most definitely. I mean, um, coming into this draft process, it was honestly, uh, it was just an opportunity to go out and be like, okay, I'm going to take this chance. So to come out and just do what I did at the Senior Bowl, that was just the first step and that like really propelled me. Um, and then going to the combine, putting up the numbers I did. And one big thing was like my speed. So running that 436 uh, took the question off of my speed. So I went, I would say uh, a lot of people have gotten pretty woken up so far. So just coming to, like I said, coming to this draft, it's just been an opportunity to just come out and showcase what I can do and just come out and compete at those two, two events that I was invited to. Such a rich tradition of South Carolina defensive backs in the NFL, and the list is long, and we can go through all the names from Stephon Gilmore right on through. And now your class has, has a few of you guys, but you came into South Carolina as a wide receiver and then transitioned to the cornerback position. And at the Combine, you also stressed, hey, look, I can play little special teams too. How important is it to show the, the variety of things that you can do and how many ways that you can be used on the football field to these NFL teams? Um, so me emphasizing special teams, that's just adds value to who I am as a corner. Whatever team you're asking me, I'm coming to take a spot. Like I'm coming in, playing defense, making an impact on um, on the defense side of the ball. And in, in that case, if that doesn't happen, I'm going to make plays on special teams as well. So I'll say be, being a, a corner is like first priority. But um, I also add value to like me as a person on special teams. So I'll say that just... Um, one reason why I am who I am because playing special teams is something that just um, that's where I started and that's where I came from so and got on the field on defense and just almost I'm going to compete at anything I do in any position and wherever you put me at I love that attitude, and that's the right mindset to have. You'll make that team early on contribute in any facet that they need. There's also another South Carolina cornerback who was on our show last week, Cam Smith. Tell us a little bit about you guys' relationship and how you've been talking the last few months to help each other through this process. Uh, me and Cam, man, um, even if it started off 
like during the season like we was competing against each other um just like always trying to get each other better honestly whether that's picking each other's brain trying to figure out like what we could do a little bit better um in terms of like who we were playing and this offseason i'll say it's been it's been crazy because we also trained at the same facility and uh exos in frisco so for us to just be there also just competing against each other and then going to the combine together uh even being roommates so um so it's been great um even training so it's like we we have the mind set to go and be probably one of the best duos to come out of South Carolina and that's what we uh that's what we're striving to do so us being two guys coming out at the same time we're just still competing against each other but also making each other better at the same time now we're talking and speaking of South Carolina next Friday Kings Tree High School in South Carolina the Blazers where you once went is celebrating Darius Rush Day there will be a parade you will have your jersey retired Dude, what's going on here? How does this feel? <laughs> the whole community is behind you. What's going through your head about Derek's Rush Day? It's really cool. Yeah, it's crazy. So I'll say this. It was a shocker when I first uh, got that, that that news. But I'll say it's uh, it's really big, honestly. I'm still lost for words about it. But for me to um, have this recognition, it's really important to me to go out and really do what I'm continue doing what I'm doing now. So like my reason and my why is like just coming out, coming to South Carolina, honestly, and SEC school and and going these four years and now entering the draft. It, I hope it inspires somebody back home that no matter where how small our school is, how small our town is, just with a little opportunity and a little hard work, you can you can make something out of it. So really, it's 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 really big, and hopefully, I go back to my hometown and show everybody like I'm making that impact and I'm putting I'm putting Kingsley on the map, and it brings some kind of opportunity to our city and anybody who wants that opportunity to get out and go do something and see see something outside of our small town is something I really pride myself on. Darius, you're awesome. Hometown yeah. hero. Love it. Jersey retired. Soak up your parade. Two weeks away from the NFL draft, then your name is going to be mm. called. You're an inspiration. We're all rooting for you here at the breakfast table. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam casel to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. 
He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. It's time for another edition of Next Gen Chats, where we get to know the next generation of NFL stars with just a few questions. Now, our next guest, so excited to bring him in. He's an edge rusher out of Baton Rouge, LSU. Please welcome to the breakfast table, Ali Gaye. You have an incredible story. You were born in the Gambia. Now, for those who don't know, that's Africa's smallest mainland country. Then you moved to the U.S. when you were 12 years old, right? quite a journey. However, it does yeah. not stop there. You went to high school, Washington State. Then you went to junior college, not in one place, two stops. First, Arizona, mm. then going to middle of America in Kansas. Then you arrived down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I, I want to dig in here and talk about your journey quite literally all over the world. Uh, I, had, I, had, I had a crazy journey, you know, um, but, you know, it was one that I had never expected to, to go through. But, um, you know, it was one of a humbling one and uh, a blessing in disguise that I didn't know at first, but uh, it all paid off towards the end when I got to LSU and, um, you know, got to uh, experience full hand what it was to be in a Division One, especially in SEC, um, and just be around, you know, guys that took me in as family. So, um, you know, it was humbling, uh, it was a blessing. It's really cool. It's a blessing to talk to you. If you don't mind, let's talk a little bit more about the Gambia. It's known as the Smiling Coast of Africa. It is the smallest nation on the mainland. It's smaller here in the United States. It's smaller than the state of Connecticut. It has fewer people than Kansas. Tell us about this and tell us more importantly, what it would mean for you in the National Football League playing on Sundays to represent your native country. Yeah, I mean, it would mean a lot, you know. Um, you know, we I come from a small, small, you know, country. You know, you know we're looked at as underdogs, you know, the whole country. You know, we're proud mm-hmm. people, people, and, um, you know, the whole country, you know, we got a chip on our shoulder because, you know, we, we're the smallest country and we don't have many resources. Uh, so for me, just coming out of, the, you know, coming out of a place like that, it's just like I already have a chip on my shoulder, you know. You know, I'm, I'm coming out for whatever I deserve and just, um, just put myself in, in situations where I can succeed and be successful and, um, in hopes of coming back to my country and helping help my country out but um, you know this means a lot because I can um, I can be uh, you know the advocate for my country and uh, represent it you know in the NFL be one of the most be one of the active players in the NFL from Gambia um, but it's a, it's a it's a tours that I will hold high and, and just let it shine I love that an underdog with a chip on your shoulder let's apply that to football you got a chance this season to go against some of the top competition in the SEC and that included some quarterbacks that'll be going in this draft Bryce Young Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. Will Levis, they're obviously going to hear their names probably pretty early. What did it mean to you to go against these guys, and how does that bring the best out of you in those biggest and brightest moments? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're going against high-caliber players like those guys. I mean, you got to bring your A game every week. You know, you, the athletic, athletic guys, you know, very smart players. 
So you you know you can't just beat them off just speed. You know you got to beat them off. You know watching film and studying the guys and tendencies. You know stuff like that. Um, but I mean you know those guys gave me a lot, a lot of uh, firsthand. You know what I'm going to see in the in the next level. And uh, you know I was I was fortunate enough to you know be in SEC and you know just show my best talents and you know going against those guys just was just uh, you know a chair on top. So hey look. When you arrived there at LSU in 2020, it was coming off Eddie O's championship team. You, of course, had Jamar Chase and you had Joe Burrow, and your recruiting class was loaded. And yet, as a junior college transfer, you're the one who led the team in tackles and law and tackles for a loss and pass breakups the next season. The theme of your entire football career, and I guess your life, frankly, has been outperforming expectations. And everyone looking back is saying, well, who's that guy? How have you been able to do that time and time again? And what do you plan to do at the next level when maybe people are like, I'm not familiar with this young man who's stepping on the field for my team? Yeah, no. Yeah, I came in, I came into LSU, you know, explaining the running, running it back. Um, I wanted to run it back. Get a, get a national championship again. But, you know, unfortunately, that didn't happen. So, um, but I mean, we had a great team. We had great players. Um, you know, it was just, we was going through, we, we went through COVID and all those things. And there were a lot of outside noises just, you know, on us, um, you know, a lot of outside pressure. Um, but, you know, coming in my first year, you know, this was my, you know, coming out here. Uh, I'm sure everybody who Ali Gay was, um, you know, Juco transfer. You know, I, I was I was ready to take on the SEC and uh, just make a name for myself. Ali, you have an incredible journey, an incredible story. I know as we're just two weeks away from the draft, uh, this moment for you is going to be actualized. Your dreams are going to come true. You're going to rep your country. You're going to rep every single school uh, who you've been a part of football-wise. We're rooting for you, man. And uh, soak up all of these moments. Uh, your dreams, they're about to come true. So thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Nice to meet you. Good luck, man. So nice to meet you. Rooting for him. Guys, Ali, he's actually the yep. first LSU player we've had on Good Morning Football for the Next Gen Chats, which kind of got us thinking. When you think of LSU football, right, such a rich history mm -hmm. of college football and guys who played in college and then brought it to the next yep. level in the league, who's the first player that comes to mind for you, Peter, when go, you think of Baton Rouge and the Tigers? Yeah, I go back a little bit. I think of Kevin Falk on the cover of Sports mm. Illustrated wearing the number three jersey, one of the great running oh. backs of all oh. time. Kevin Falk ran for 4,600 yards and 50 touchdowns in his LSU career. College football Hall of Famer. He had 53 total touchdowns. And after his junior year, I think would have been a first-round pick. And I'm going back for my senior year, earned his degree in kinesiology, and then goes on and gets drafted by the New England Patriots and wins three Super Bowls. One of the most decorated football careers of all time. And, of course, he'd go on to coach after that, and he'd be at LSU as a coach. But Kevin Falk, number three in college, and then three Lombardis to go with it. Hey. One of my favorite players in pro, but obviously one of the great college football players of all time. Huge fan of Kevin Falk. Dev's locker was right next to his right. when he got to New England. He always credits Kevin Falk, calls him K-Feezy for teaching him how to wow. become a, a veteran. And then obviously Dev played 13 years. Uh, I'm going with Honey Badger, Tyron Matthews. Nice. When you got a chance to watch this guy, anytime you were watching LSU football, you just felt like he was making a play, whether it was sacking the quarterback, picking up the fumble, returning for a touchdown, a pick six, a punt return. He was just all over the field and obviously went through some things at LSU, eventually drafted in the third round by Arizona. But this guy was just a 
playmaker. Whenever the ball was in his area, it ended up in his hands, and he was scoring with it for the defense. So, obviously, love Pat Peters. I'm a DB guy, but the Honey Badger, getting a chance to watch him at LSU was, oh, it was just so much fun. 100% pure electricity oh. every single time he was around the ball. Jacob Hester. Oh, right yeah! Man. I so love good. Jacob Hester. Last Miles era LSU. <laughs> Looked a little different. Played a little different. Number 18, running the ball in the SEC. And, and at the time when he was doing it, Devin Hester was also a sensation. Mm -hmm. So, like, there was a Hester thing. Uh, Jacob Hester ended up being drafted by the Chargers. Had a really good career. Is out there right now in the media, social media. He, he'll be chatty sometimes. I've always really liked him. I just remember watching him like, God, this Hester dude is running all over this SEC team. It's incredible. I love Jacob Hester. He had a huge play against Florida and Tebow's Florida team. I think it was a fourth down conversion they went for. They gave it to Hester. I'll never forget it. Jacob Hester, great pull. BCS national champion. Love Hester. Go. What do you I got, Kimmy? It. Maybe it's just like a recency bias thing. Go on. Think about the national champions, right? Mm. Uh, Joe Burrow, yeah, sure. Jamar Chase, Talk about it. Justin Jefferson. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, again, it's it sounds like recency bias, but look at what those guys did in college. They had quite literally maybe one of the best college football seasons anyone has ever seen. And then all three of these guys go up and they light up the, the league. You got Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow making it to the Super Bowl. You got Justin Jefferson quite literally shattering every single record. These guys are all going to get paid soon, you know, get their next big contracts. It's cool to know, hey, it wasn't just a college thing. You know, especially around the draft, we talk about, oh, well, you know, we hope these guys are going to perform. We hope mm -hmm. that they can deliver on the next level. Like, they quite literally did. And uh, it was a pleasure to watch them in college football. And now it's really cool to see that these guys are the next generation of the league. So Love good. that. Rogers, Aaron Rodgers was on record of saying he really liked Justin Jefferson coming out of LSU, and he watched him, and he was hoping mm. maybe the Packers might get him. They decided to go with Jordan Love and change the world. So we'll never know. <laughs> and <laughs> that's why we're talking about Aaron Rodgers yes. tonight, yeah. like we do every single day. All right, that was a little LSU chatter. It's time now for Will Selva out on the West Coast. Will, take it away. All right, thank you, Kimmy and guys. Appreciate that. At the recent annual league meeting, we heard from Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, and he stopped short of saying that Mac Jones was going to be the starter for 2023. Now, is it Bill being Bill, or does this mean the competition is open for that QB1 position? Inquiring minds want to know, right? Well, Bailey Zappi... He knows where he stands. He says if it's an open competition, he'll be ready for it. Zappi talking to reporters Wednesday at a youth football clinic saying, quote, if the opportunity presents itself, I'm going to be ready and take advantage of it. Zappi started two games for the Patriots last season, winning both games. Jeffrey Simmons signing a four-year, $94 million extension to remain with the Titans. People often say it's all about the money for players, but by his emotions at his press conference Wednesday, it means a lot more than just a payday for Simmons. Every day I wake up, I just think about them hard times where I know my mom didn't feel like it. And for some time, I could be like, I don't, I'm hurting. But I think about my mom having to raise five kids on her own. And for me to say, I don't want to do this, you know, that's my motivation, my family. So... Sorry about that, but man, this this is, I'm grateful, I'm excited. I never saw myself wearing um, anything but the two-tone blue other than, a, you know, holding up a Super Bowl ring and a gold jacket, so. Wow, love seeing the raw emotion. Clearly, it means a lot to him and certainly a well-deserved payday for Simmons. Well, still to come here on Good Morning Football, former TCU quarterback and Heisman Trophy finalist, Max Duggan joins the breakfast table when we return.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Good morning, football! We're now joined by a quarterback who led his team to one of their best seasons in school history. He was a Heisman Trophy runner-up. He was a four-year starter. He's an absolute stud, and he's in the draft this year. Let's welcome to the show quarterback for the TCU Horned Frogs, Max Duggan. Max, Max. Max. how y'all doing? We're doing great. I feel like I know you. I've been watching you play football for the last four seasons (laughs) and put on a show, whether it be on ESPN or Fox Sports or Fox Sports 1. The TCU Horned Frogs were always led by you under center and always put the best foot forward. Had an incredible senior year last year, and one of your more iconic moments came in that Big 12 championship game. You guys are down by eight in the fourth quarter and you go for it on a game tying drive you run five different times for 95 yards on one drive from the quarterback position take us through that drive that moment what was it like putting the team on your back and saying fellas i got you yeah that that last drive was uh it was big for us obviously going going into that drive there's about four minutes left down and you're just trying to see if you can get a couple chunk plays see if we can get positive plays and it ends up a couple reads a couple design runs and some scramble stuff where I kind of got to make things work on my legs, but all the other guys on our team were, were, were making plays out there on that drive. We were able to you know end up tying it up, but you know we weren't able to finish it. 
It's a hell of a drive, though. We do a thing here on our show, Max. We go, it's called Angry Runs, where every single week we crown and we reward the angriest runner in the NFL. And we send him a scepter and we send him a T-shirt. It usually goes to running backs and tight ends. But we've had a bunch of quarterbacks win it, and Josh Allen has won it four times for trucking dudes, safeties, linebackers. You're on the watch list for the rookie Angry Runs <laughs> class next year because you are not afraid to lower your shoulder. You are not afraid to run over guys. When you are running with it, what makes you run so angry yeah well, josh allen's a little bit bigger than me so we'll see if uh we can we can keep up with them but uh <laughs> no it's uh i think just going out there and competing doing everything you can to you know help, help your team win try to put them in in a spot to be successful and i think you know you watch guys on the o-line d-line backers running back i mean those guys are are taking beings every single week never complaining so the least i can do is get in there and get your nose dirty a little bit all right, uh, Max, we talk about your last season with the Horn Frogs. It was incredible. Uh, you really went out with a bang here. You're the runner-up for the Heisman Trophy this past season. You helped lead your team to the national championship game. But though technically you were starter for all four years, week one, you weren't named the starter. Instead, it was Chandler Morris. But then third quarter goes down. He gets an injury. You step in in that opener, and then after that, you never look back. Tell us how that really changed your mindset to lead yourself and your team to such an incredible season. Yeah, you know, uh, you never wish injury on anybody. And I think, you know, unfortunately, when Chandler goes down, you got to come in. And as the backup, you got to make sure that it doesn't look like a, the backups in there. You got to make sure that our offense is executing and, and running like, you know, we got every single you know, bullet in the chamber right there. And um, that was my job, just to go in there and lead the offense in the right way and make sure we're score scoring points, moving the ball, things of that sort. And just don't want to make it look like, you know, there was a backup in there. Yeah, and you guys were hitting on all cylinders, and you definitely didn't look like a backup. And as we look at those highlights, you're hitting your number one target an awful lot these last few seasons. And Quentin Johnston, who's projected to be one of the top receivers in the draft, I want you to give him a little bit of love. Tell us a little bit about him and why he's a difference maker on the football field. Yeah, I mean, the kid's an absolute stud. He's the reason why, you know, every quarterback loves to throw to guys like that. You know, we know what he is as a vertical threat. He can run down the field, stage, post, back shoulder, things of that sort. But, I mean, uh, he's best underneath. I mean, he's he's 6'4". He can run everything underneath, slants, hooks, curls, speed outs, things of that sort. And, you know, he's agile, makes guys miss. But showed up to work every single day. Great kid. Uh, worked his tail off with the captain for us. And everyone knows he's going to be a stud at the next level. Let's go back to your, your story, though. I mean, you guys have this amazing season. Obviously, it ends in the national championship game. It doesn't go as you might have hoped, but to get there is a story in itself. You get to the Heisman Trophy. What is it like at the ceremony? You're sitting next to those two studs. You're there at the at the ceremony. Like, what has this ride been like? And when teams ask you, you know, what was your biggest moment from that weekend, the Heisman weekend, what do you say? Yeah, you know, it was just a very grateful position to be in. I think the football fan to me as a, as a little kid was extremely excited to, you know, watch the Heisman. Every single year you watch the playoff, you know, you want to be in that situation. I think this year was surrounded by a lot of good people, uh, was able to go out there and tell our story. And it, it was just a lot of fun getting to meet old winners, you know, being up there with the other finalists. It was just uh, something that I will never forget and just, you know, too many memories and relationships built up there. It's really cool. And even as watching it at home, seeing the past winners there, it was just, it's, it's an amazing show. It's so cool that you got to be part of that. Listen, here's the deal, Max. Our show, we're on the league's network. So our show right now on live television is in all 32 facilities around the league. All the general managers, the owners, the coaches who are going over their draft boards are watching right now. And they've got two weeks before the draft starts. Look into the camera. Give your pitch to all 32 teams why they should draft you in a couple of weeks. 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's going to be a team that falls in love with you, the the player you are and the person you are. But I think, you know, some of that they're getting into me, I think, which is really important to say you're going to go compete every single day, everything you do. And just a guy that loves to be around the guys, loves ball, loves to go through the grind, all the hard work. And I think, you know, I think that's going to help me go into this new chapter in my life. And I'm excited about this this opportunity. Uh, a Heisman finalist, a quarterback for a team that went to the national championship. Pretty cool. Yeah. Jimmy, this is for you. Yeah. 2018 Iowa Gatorade Player of the Year, the pride of Lewis Central High School. Max. Let's go. Very yeah. Cool. Thanks for joining the show, man, and good luck on the next few weeks. We can't wait to see you play at the next level. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. All right, welcome back. Important business. We found out from our colleague Judy Batista that uh, as he waits to find out what the New York Jets are going to do with Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson owns a cookie shop, a yes. chain of cookies. He owns mm-hmm. one here in New York City. It's like a little side business he has, which is really cool. So that led us to the question of which is the greatest cookie, like mm. the greatest cookie. Peter Strager, sugar cookies, he said. Jason McCourty kind of went stock, stock with chocolate yes. chip. Yeah. Timmy Checks, you said the Funfetti cookie. <laughs> a little different. It's fine. And I said the Samoa Girl Scout cookie. And then we asked you, of those four, which is the greatest democracy, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Second place. Oh, my God. Second place is more important. Second place is more important. We knew chocolate chip was going to be the one. It was close, though. Uh, Between girls. They like the sugar cookie. Peter, you should feel good. Don't let them, like. Sugar Cookie Nation came out. I have a lot of tweets people being like, don't back down, man. Like, those are always. Everyone says there's a certain sandwich chain that has Derek Jeter currently doing ads for them that Mm. has a great sugar cookie. I was unaware they even sold cookies. I will be having one after the show. Um, Should we roll the dice and look at some tweets from the viewers about the cookies? (laughs) Here's what they say. Uh Go on. Go ahead. Read it. Yeah. Come on, Andre. Sugar cookies. Both hands down. Will always be the best. I don't know what the LOL is. Is he making fun of me or not? But no, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, uh, I don't understand how someone could misspell Tagalong so bad that it comes out as Samoa's. Tagalong to the far superior cookie. That's the peanut butter-based one. There you go. I get it. What's the next one, Jason? Sugar cookie? Did Peter just Will Levis this cookie debate? If you mean dominate my pro day and flex on you, yes. Yes. What does Will Levis as a villain I, I, mean? Yes. What is? I don't know. That's it. We're deep in the draft at this point. Yeah. Kimmy, how's the day for you? It was good. It feels good to be here with you guys. I'm a little sad about the Funfetti situation, um, yeah, but whatever. No I'm happy. I'm with you guys back tomorrow, so we get to oh, no, go out oh, great. on a bay okay, cool. on a Friday. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Who knows what we're talking about? Probably Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers, but we'll find some fun in there too, right, Kimmy? Yeah, Somehow cookies. we will. We Aaron will. Rogers, That's still right. Not I'm bringing okay. in cookies for everybody. It's 80 degrees. Let's go! You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.